Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. This is episode 28. And before we begin... I would like to introduce Concussion Talk's new partner, Concussion Lab. Concussion Lab is a new company founded by a sports physiotherapist in Toronto who focuses on concussion rehabilitation and recovery. The company's first product is the Concussion Lab laser headlamp that can be integrated into post-concussion rehabilitation exercise programs. To learn more, visit our website at concussionlab.com and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. And now back to this episode. I'm Nick Mercer and today I'll be talking to Ashley Hiscock. Ashley is an athletic trainer. She works at Premier Athletic Therapy and Sports Medicine in St. John's. And as well as being very knowledgeable about concussions, she's also a coach of the Morrill University cheerleading team, a team that won first place in the Premier all-girl division at the 2018 International Cheer Union University World Ch- Cup Cheerleading Championships. That is mouthful. But anyway, that's what they won. So, congrats to them, and here's Ashley. Okay, I'm going to go with Ashley Hiscock, and uh, could you please, Ashley Hiscock, could you please introduce yourself? Absolutely. So, my name is Ashley Hiscock. I'm a certified athletic therapist and certified strength conditioning specialist. I work at and own Premier Athletic Therapy and Sports Medicine in St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, and I'm also a cheerleading coach with the Memorial University cheerleading team that just recently won the International Cheer Union World University Cheerleading Championships for Premier All-Girl Level 6 uh, in Orlando, Florida. I've been trying to pronounce that, not pronounce it, but I get it out for a while now. And that didn't work earlier in the introduction, but that was good. That helps me a lot. Thank you. <laughs> so how did you come in, involved in cheerleading? Were you a cheerleader or did you do gymnastics or what, or both? Or what did you do? I actually did both. So I started gymnastics when I was nine years old and I competed in gymnastics until I was uh, 17. So just when I graduated high school, I decided to give up gymnastics because it was, it was hard on my body. 
Um, and how I got into cheerleading actually is, is kind of funny. So I was actually coaching the Mon cheerleading team in the summer because they needed some help with their gymnastics oh, okay. and uh, became friends with some of the girls on the team and they really encouraged me to try out. So nice. I went to tryouts uh, in my third year of university, having never done cheerleading before and never not really knowing what it was about or what was required of me, um, but ended up making the team and competed uh, on that cheerleading team for my third and my fourth year at university. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so that was my merger into the cheerleading world. Actually, my that's a funny story. My mom was a cheerleader back in the month back in the geez, I don't know the age group, but I'm going to um, <laughs> the sixties. And uh, oh, yeah. she didn't do anything like nothing like you guys doing. She's just doing like nothing like nothing as athletic as you're doing now, but still Well she, she would have paved the way. She is exactly exactly I'll tell you that. Um so how is your involvement in education, your education as a as an athletic therapist? And as a it's training for cheerleading and for armor and gymnastics, how did that play in your just in concussions and brain injury? Or did it? Um, yeah, I guess I, I didn't get into it specifically for the concussions and brain injuries, but um, I guess in my experiences as an athlete, I certainly had my perceived share of aches and pains and went through therapy myself and you know, met some really great therapists who I still keep in contact with now uh, and collaborate with if I can, but also, you know, met some who didn't really understand uh, the demands of my sport and uh, to what level I had to uh, meet those demands. And so um, we mentioned earlier that a lot of professionals will say, well, if that hurts, stop doing it. And that's basically the last thing that an athlete wants to hear. So that's what really drove me to athletic therapy. So we'll do everything we can to keep someone in their sport as long as they're safe and protected. Uh, Unfortunately, when it comes to head injuries, that's, that's not always the case. So, um, you know, concussions were a big part of my education as an athletic therapist. And as I've been practicing more and more and seeing uh, more and more athletes that may present with symptoms of a concussion, it's, it's something that I've really taken a keen interest in. Uh, there's still lots of, you know, there's good information out there on concussions. There's still a lot of misinformation out there on concussions. And I think, you know, being involved and being involved with sports and, you know, as a therapist in a role that, you know, I don't have a therapist role with the cheerleading team, but it's nice to have someone there who knows a little bit more than the average person with regard to head injuries and concussions. Great. Uh, So, uh, I was just gonna start on a moment question here, but uh, so you, you know, you've been athletic therapist for a bunch of different teams and athletes across the country. So, is there one any one instant that really, or one group of athletes that really thought these guys or these girls and guys know about more about concussions, or just or that they've suffered a lot? Uh, any athletes in particular that seem uh, to not, know more? Not names, not particularly like athletes. No, no, no. In sports, yeah. In what sports do you think there was? It was 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 there any sport that really got you thinking about hey, brain concussion and concussion? Um, I guess the people who are most uh, aware of it would have been when I was working with the Ice Caps. So obviously they're a professional organization, yeah. and you know they're athletes for a living. And so as soon as yeah. stuff was going bad with them, they were you know taken out taken out of play like immediately and yeah. it's 
it's unlike anything I've seen at the grassroots level or at the provincial organization level. Um, so I got to say, like, the professional level of hockey is where uh, people seem the most cautious and That's seem great. to have the most information. Uh, but, I mean, it's getting out there. It's just taking a long time. Yeah. So getting back takes you to your, to your work now. So do you have a lot of clients who come in with concussions or with or just not knowing they have concussions, but they do? Uh, that's funny that you ask that. Uh, we actually, we've seen more and more. We've only been in operation now for two years. Uh, we do have people who will specifically come in for a concussion injury or symptoms of a concussion, uh, or they're just not sure what's going on. Um, so we do see that more and more. And we actually have a contract with one of the provincial sport organizations to do some baseline testing for their athletes. So they come in and complete um, a SCAT-5, the sport concussion assessment tool, uh, beforehand to see kind of what their baseline numbers are. And then when they go away to their provincial uh, trips or tournaments, if anything were to happen, they kind of go based on the baseline. Not that you should only base it on your baseline, but at least they've got something in place before yeah. they go away to kind of see what they're comparing it to. Um, and as for the second part of your question, I actually deal with a lot of uh, motor vehicle accident uh, clients and a lot of them will come in and they'll say, you know, I've been having these terrible headaches and I actually am dizzy and I have trouble focusing. And they kind of, you know, the more you listen, the more they tell you. And yes. I'll ask if they've ever been diagnosed with a concussion. And most of them will say no or they were, but they've never received any treatment. So uh, it's it's actually very fitting that you ask because I think we see a lot of people who actually don't know that they probably sustained a concussion at some point. And yeah. these are the symptoms of that versus a physical injury. That's important. Yeah. It so, is. Yeah. Given that everybody presents, you know, different symptoms from concussion, what is your, if someone comes in with concussion to your work, what's your general strategy and routine or like routine when the client is recovering from concussion or doesn't know that one, but they need to recover and get therapy for it? Uh, I'll usually go through that SCAT-5 with them. Uh, it gives you a good indication of all your symptoms that it could possibly come up with a concussion. And I mean, I'm only human. I can't remember the 20 or 22 symptoms that are listed there. So mm -hmm. I like having a, a record of that. And of course, it's subjective. So on any given day, those can be different. But uh, I like to do them throughout the recovery process. Um, I've also done a little bit of additional uh, concussion education um, in Ontario with one of my mentors in athletic therapy, and she's just phenomenal. And she put off a concussion course a few years ago, and I really learned a lot from that in terms of uh, you're looking at the vestibular system, so looking at people's balance and how it changes with head position, uh, and also looking at uh, visual things. So sometimes you'll see... Um, symptoms through the eyes. People have a hard time, you know, looking at different objects or focusing or they're over, um, overreaching. Uh, so I've done some extra stuff with that. Um, and so depending on what is causing people problems, that's usually the route we'll go. Um, I think the biggest thing in terms of strategy and working with people is making sure they're educated on, on the injury, uh, telling, you know, some people are like, I had an x-ray, I had an MRI, it didn't show up on that. And I'm like, it's not going to, it's mm -hmm. not a physical structural injury. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it's a functional brain injury. It's so we're not going to see it. Um, Pardon me? I said it's tough for people, everybody to draft their head around though. Well, you can't see it. It doesn't happen. 
Absolutely. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, so we try to make sure people understand what's going on and we try to keep people doing what they can. So I yeah. just had a patient in the other day who we're pretty sure she sustained some sort of concussion. Uh, she got hit in the head. When she got hit, she fell down. She hit her head again and she just hasn't been feeling really good since. Like yeah. nothing, no major symptoms. Uh, but, you know, she's an athlete. So yeah. I said, you know what? You don't get to go to your sport today because the lights are bothering you and the noise is bothering you. So we're not going to put you in an environment where your symptoms are going to be exacerbated. Um, so I said, you know, today you get to foam roll and you get to stretch. But that's better than saying you get to stay home in a dark room and do nothing, you know? Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Speaking of athletes, there's obviously with your cheerleading, there's obviously a lot, high degree of high risk of injury just for any injury because they're being tossed and doing gymnastic stuff. So, mm -hmm. how when you how does your team try to diminish that risk, or how do they how does competition try competition try to, to try to uh, diminish that risk for you and your team? We'll see. For sure. So uh, the Munch cheerleading team actually competes at the highest level of cheerleading. So it's levels one through six. Uh, and so uh, Memorial cheerleading is a level six team. So yeah. they're they're competing a lot of very high level and uh, dangerous tricks really when it yeah. comes down to it. I've watched some videos there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Few, few daredevils. Yeah. Um, so we want to make sure that when they're learning new skills, that they're learning them in a safe, progressive manner. So we're not just saying, you know what, throw this girl up in the air, see what happens. We want to make sure that the steps are being taken to ensure that, you know, that safe progression is happening. So 
we may start off at the beginning of the year learning level two and level three skills that, I mean, a lot of girls walk into cheerleading having never done it before. I was one of them. So, uh, you know, it can be scary when you're not used to dealing with other people, first of all, if you've never come from a team sport environment yeah. and, uh, you know, being responsible for either catching those people or being caught by those people. And, and both of those roles are scary roles. Uh, so we just want to make sure that it's a, a very a very safe progression is taken. So we're, you're progressing up through those, uh, the, up to those high level tricks and skills. Um, and then we also make sure that the girls are, you know, fit, they're strong, they're able to do the, the work. Uh, they know how to catch properly. They know how to be caught properly yeah, and all of those thought. things make a big difference. Yeah. I've been taught the whole life that I, my, my first physiotherapist after my mm -hmm. brain, she was saying that I was, I fall, I fall gracefully, like <laughs> luckily, luckily for me. But uh, actually, uh, this question I have here is basically one you've already answered. Uh, but what do you do when you when your athletes, you suspect when your athletes sustain a concussion? What do you ask them? What do you look for? What do you do? But you basically answer that with your athletic therapy thing, I guess, because even though you're a coach, you're still an athletic therapist, right? So it's, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, so I team. guess. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it works out really well sometimes. Um, I got to say, like, first and foremost, our athletes are really open and honest with us uh, if they think they've had an injury, uh, which is probably our uh, the biggest hurdle in most sports, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah. Uh, people aren't very forthcoming. So our girls are really good. Um, we also, I think last year was our first year establishing uh, this, but, um, not for the handbook, but we actually have a handbook that the girls get once they've made the team, uh, that outlines, uh, what's expected of them and what to expect when they're a member of the Memorial cheerleading team. Uh, and last year was the first time that we added kind of not an injury clause, but an injury section. So, uh, re regardless of the injury, um, if, if the girls have hurt themselves, we expect them to seek medical treatment within one week of that injury just to see what's going on, make sure it's not going to get worse, yeah. decide on a treatment plan. So we do expect that from them. Uh, and they have lots of avenues to do that. They're all MUN students. They all have insurance. They can go see a good physio, good chiro, good AT, good massage therapist. Yeah. Uh, so there's no reason not to see somebody. Uh, plus, we want to extend the longevity of their season. We don't want someone yeah. out in October when they have to compete in you know, November and January. So uh, we do ask that they seek medical treatment within a one within a one week period of becoming injured. Uh, and then we specifically wrote in a concussion section as well. Yeah. So if they nice. sustained a concussion, uh, they have to follow the SCAT-5 return to play oh, protocol. Yeah, and uh, but we've modified it obviously for cheerleading as it's not a contact sport, and the SCAT five return to play protocol really uh, focuses on contact sports like football and hockey. So yeah. uh, for cheerleading, it looks a little bit different. So obviously, the first step is to rest until they're symptom free. So none of that changes. Um, but as we get into sport specific exercise for someone like a cheerleader, that may mean that all their stunts stay at shoulder. Uh, shoulder level versus pushing them over their head or you know we're not going to do what we call a basket toss today where we're throwing the girls up into the air and having to catch them again just because those forces are um, too risky to sustain if you've had a recent head injury um, nice. so yeah we have written that in and we do expect the girls to follow it and of course you know we can um, we can make sure that they are doing that uh, if they have sustained a head injury thankfully no one has really uh, gotten anything this year, which is good, but they are all really good at sticking to um, sticking to the plan. That's great.
So yeah. what, what else is your new wedding competitions like the one you just just won? What did they do anything differently? Have you, know, have you noticed when you when you were competing, or when you were competing? In, Ooh, um, or, or whenever when I, these last three years, I guess when the girls really started going down, going to the U.S. and speed. yeah. So the girls have been going to the World University Cheerleading Championships. This is their third year. Um, and like I mentioned to you earlier, unfortunately, I haven't been able to attend any of them. Uh, so I haven't seen it firsthand. But they do have therapists on site in case of an injury. I don't know if they have anyone specific uh, to deal with concussions or if they have a specific concussion protocol. If concussion or head injury were to take place. Uh, so I can't speak to that. Uh, I know in years past, um, the team has traveled down to um, Atlanta, Georgia, and down at that competition, I believe I could be getting that wrong. They've had, you know, uh, they call them athletic trainers in the States, but they've had certified athletic trainers down there to take care of anyone who's injured. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure I have seen you know, some competitions will offer a concussion protocol. And as soon as a uh, concussion is suspected, they will pull the athlete from the competition and they make sure that the judges are aware that an athlete has been pulled to make sure that those athletes are safe. Um, I believe it was that competition in Georgia, but I could, I could be incorrect on that, but I know there are steps definitely being taken by different organizations to ensure um, that the risk of concussion is low. And that if one does, uh, one does occur that, the correct measures are being taken to make sure that those athletes are safe. Well, that's great. And Garrett Game obviously has that protocol mm -hmm. and handbook to go by. So that's that's excellent stuff. And uh, congratulations to your girls' cheerleading team. I don't want to try to win national <laughs> international cheerleading world championships, world cup, something like that. Isn't there it? we go. That sounded Premier, great. Premier girls level six. Right? Perfect. See, um, you got well, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for talking to us, Ashley. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Thank you again to Ashley Hiscock. And I encourage everyone to visit her website at www.premierathletictherapy.com. As always, music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.